Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, if I can recover from a sneezing fit here, uh, welcome into a <clears throat> Wednesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. David is going to produce the program today. Um, Just as we are coming on the air, the new Big 12 commissioner, Brett Yormark, has publicly said his league is exploring all options when it comes to further expansion, including the possibility of adding Pac-12 schools. He said, we're open for business. But he also said, nothing is imminent. So, the new commissioner replaces Bob Bowlesby August 1st. And uh, he says, we will leave no stone unturned to drive value for the conference. So, Uh, Look, he said there's no definitive plan right now, but it's a very uh, unified group. Big 12 media days. That's what this is about. SEC media days begins Monday. Um, I said to you yesterday... I think if any news comes out of the SEC media days, it's going to be that Texas and Oklahoma get to come to the SEC sooner than uh, 2025. They talked about that today, and the new commissioner said they're looking for a win-win scenario for everybody involved. This shouldn't surprise you. This is, you know, every day this changes. It just does. Um, So we'll see what happens here. Um, Afternoon baseball today, including the Mets and the Braves, who split the first two games of their series. This game in Atlanta is going to start in about 15 minutes. We'll keep you abreast of that. Uh, The Rays won last night. And uh, they'll take on Boston again. By the way, um, this is interesting, too, as we get set for the Open tomorrow. Three Gators in that event. The ancient one, Mark Kalkavecchia, along with Sam Horsfield and Billy Horschel, um, are in it. And uh, the RNA chief executive, Martin Slumbers, uh, offered a very sharp criticism of Live Golf. Um, he said professional golfers are entitled to choose where they want to play and to accept the prize money that's offered to them. I, abs- I have no issue with that at all, but there's no such thing as a free lunch. Amanda Rose, one of our former students, will join us at the bottom of the hour to discuss this. Um, also, as you call in today, Given 
what's happening at Big 12 Media Days, given what is happening in the landscape of college football, with what, 50-something days left until Florida starts its season? As you call in today, in your opinion, is college football in worse shape, in better shape, or about the same shape as it was five years ago? Okay? I'm, just, I'm interested to hear what college football fans have to say about that. All right? You call in today, again, is college football in better shape, worse shape, or about the same shape as it was five years ago? It's summertime. You know, about two weeks ago, I threw out, if you're on a desert island, what one album would you have and what 45 would you have? Today, you're on a desert island and you have to choose one female recording artist to have on your island to listen to. Who would it be? Two came to mind for me immediately. And choosing between them was very tough. But we'll see what you think today. All right. With that, we'll take calls, questions, comments, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. John says, Paul Feinbaum was talking about Clemson coming to the SEC. He was quoted saying Clemson's still a superpower. Do you agree that Clemson's a superpower based on your definition of a superpower? I don't have a definition of a superpower. I mean, I, I don't know what that is. I think if you had 10 people in a room and said, you know, give me your definition of a superpower in football, college football, they'd probably give you 10 different answers. So when he asked me what's mine, I don't have one. Mine's the eye test. Okay? And I think, too, it's now. Right? I mean, if, if you were really good 20 years ago, that's not relevant now. So Ohio State, I think, is in that right now. Notre Dame, arguable. Georgia, I think you would have to say Alabama. I mean, so, but, but Clemson, I, I would put at the bottom of that now. I want to see how Clemson bounces back from last year, right? Are they going to be elite again? And maybe that's a better word, elite as opposed to a superpower, but I, I get the point. Um, you know, what teams are elite? Is Oklahoma elite? No, I would not think so now. They're good, but not elite. We'll get your thoughts. Mark says, I try to be a half-glass-full guy, but the Gator O-line tidbit from On3 Sports is quite startling. As of today, UF has one offensive tackle commit, who's a three-star, U.S. offered, according to Mark, 26 other offensive tackles, more than half, have already committed elsewhere. In addition, uh, U.F. is not the favorite to land any of the remaining OTs they've offered. As of today, U.F. has one interior O-line commit, who's a three-star, and U.F. is not trending for any of the interior O-line commits they've offered. I know it's early. 
However, considering sales and Stapleton's pedigree, are you surprised they're struggling so much for a position that's a huge need? Yes, I am, Mark. Now, again, I'm a believer. It is early. You know, somebody could flip. But if you took a snapshot today, as you are doing, I certainly understand the, uh, the angst there. All right, let's get to the phones. Daryl will lead us off on the phone. Daryl, hello. Daryl, go ahead. David, I can't hear him. I still can't hear him. Okay. We're having a problem with our phones, I guess. We'll try to fix it. Um, let me see if it's, if it's that line or... Let me see here. Greg, hello. Okay. We're having phone issues. So uh, hang in there. We'll try to fix them. I don't know what it is. Peyton says college football are in worse shape than five years ago. It's no longer about the traditions and local pride some of these teams have. NIL on the portal is the Pandora's box that opened up, and things will on will uh, online get worse without some regulation. Bowl games become meaningless because of playoffs. I just fear this could trickle down and start affecting high school ball. Hmm. Uh, so he thinks it's in worse shape. Um, we shall see. A uh, couple of more emails here. Uh, Donald says definitely in worse shape than five years ago. It, uh, one of the reasons why I loved college sports was because for the most part, you knew who was on your team. Now, with transfers, NIL, et cetera, it's hard to keep up and really understand who's on your team. I definitely think it's in much worse shape. Okay? Um, we'll see. 1212, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bradley Schimmel. The Tampa Bay Rays are set to take on the Boston Red Sox tonight as they look to win the four-game series. Shane McClanahan is the expected starter for the Rays. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 630. The Miami Marlins are set to face off against the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight as they hope to climb back into the playoff picture. The Atlanta Braves are looking to win a crucial series tonight after splitting the first two games with the division-leading New York Mets. Finally, the 2022 British Open starts tomorrow and three former Gators are in the field. Mark Kalkovakia, Billy Horschel, and Sam Horsfield are all eligible players as the tournament tees off tomorrow. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bradley Shemmel. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have 
pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Things are a bit tight lately. That's why I love Kohl's. I went back to school shopping and got kids clothes for under $6. Sneakers for less than 20 bucks and an extra 20% off already great deals, like 25% off backpacks. And get this, you can save more with a Kohl's card and earn Kohl's cash. Talk about more style and more savings. Select styles, 20% off since July 24th. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Okay, we think... We have the phones fixed, so call us up. Again, is college football in worse shape, better shape, or about the same shape as the sport was five years ago? And if you're on an island and you had to have one female recording artist to listen to, who would it be? 3928255. Email srussell at wruf. Dot com. Uh, Daryl says Miranda Lambert. You can't have two, Daryl. Can't he, he said in Stevie Nicks? No, no, no. One. That's the whole point. One. And he thinks college football is in worse shape because of NIL and the transfer portal. Greg says his pick would be Pat Benatar. Uh, and do you think NIL helped bring FSU back to their glory days of Bobby Bowden? Um, it could but it hasn't really helped so far. They just lost another commitment. I think they just lost a quarterback. This is going to be, in my opinion, for FSU, a big year for their head coach. If they don't show some kind of improvement, I mean, Deion Sanders' shadow looms very large there. I mean, he is the elephant in the room, and – Certainly, Coach Norvell has to show some kind of improvement there. And not only that, but just from a recruiting standpoint, again, I don't think state of Florida football fans like hearing this, but it's the truth. Last year, between Florida, Florida State, and Miami, It was the worst combination of those three schools 
since the 70s. Since the 70s. All three programs were not good. Let's just face it. That's why they're all rebuilding to this point because they weren't good. And look, I don't care who you are. No one stays on top forever. History proves that. You just don't. But, and it's interesting, I had somebody ask me this yesterday, who of the three, he said, gets back the quickest? If I had to guess, I'd say Miami. And the reason I say that is, at least as of today, the league they play in. Florida has to compete in the SEC. Miami has to compete in the ACC. Easier league. So if, if that's the case and you recruit well like Crystal Ball has, then, and remember, isn't, I think I'm right, isn't Josh Gaddis there? who left Michigan to go to Miami, I believe, and he really helped turn that Michigan offense around. That was a big hire. Big hire. All right, let's come on, folks. We had a bunch of calls. I think our phone lines are working here. Uh, Amanda Rose will talk golf with us at the bottom of the hour. We're also going to get a visit uh, with our uh, partnership with the Gator Collective. We're going to talk to a Gator track athlete today. Jasmine Moore will join us, I hope at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. And let me just also say this. We are definitely in time of the year because on my phone today, I must have texted 15 people, and I'm not exaggerating, to come on and talk and didn't get much response. Two reasons for that. One, vacations. And two, events that are coming up. Think about, now Mark Wise is going to be here tomorrow in the 12 o'clock hour. Looking forward to that. Mark had promised when he was here with basketball that he would come back and talk officiating. Because a lot of times when we were doing the hour show, just didn't have a lot of time to delve into that. Well, he is going to do that tomorrow. He's going to give you his thoughts on how to clean up or fix or make officiating better at the college level. Speaking of basketball, I'm digressing here, but in Lenardi's way, way, way too early bracketology, he has Florida in the tournament as a 10 seed. So, you know, that. I don't want to say bubble, that, 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 that's not true, but they're not a two or a three seed yet. There, there's work to be done. But at least in his early season prognostication, they're in uh, the tournament, which is good. Uh, all right, Tom emails. It's a good email here. He says, Steve, I know a lot of people are concerned about recruiting, but let me ask this question. Was Billy Napier a great recruiter at Louisiana? I'm going to use your word, Tom. Great? I I don't think so. Good? Solid? Yes. And that's not going to do it. 
It's not. It, because you have in this league great recruiters, great programs. So if you're going to get to that level, you too have to be great. That takes time. Just because you're a new coach, and I mean, is there a new momentum here? I think so. I, but it's going to be slow because you still have to compete with teams like Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State and all the teams that have had success recently, and that includes Notre Dame, who, according to some, has the top-ready recruiting class to this point in 2023. So it will take a little while. Chuck emails, uh, who wins today between your Mets and my Braves? Well, I mean, the Mets got the first game behind Scherzer so they don't get swept, and that's certainly good. Um, you know, the Braves are tough at home. I, I mean... I like the Braves at home today. I hope I'm wrong. Let's uh, get a call. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Uh, female singer, Linda Ronstadt. Uh, that was one of the two that I really had to uh, struggle with. Yes. Can I, can I take a guess at the other one? Yep. Aretha. Yep. Boy, great minds think alike, don't they? Those were the two. As far as the college football, I think it's slightly worse off than it was five years ago because, you know, the NCAA with the portal and the NIL, it was a good idea, but they just rushed it and they didn't really sit and think about the consequences. Well, that's – let me see if I can reword this. Your premise is correct, but the facts are a little off. In that, remember, the NIL came out of lawsuits and things like that, and the NCA didn't stay on, they didn't do anything, and therefore, because they didn't do anything, states adopted their own NIL, and, and that's the problem here. There's nothing nationally that says, here's the rules, it's been the wild, wild west. So, I mean, I think we're saying the same thing in a different way. Yeah, and Major League Baseball, real quick. Mm -hmm. Is it time to break up the Reds? <laughs> uh, well, how about the Orioles? This is yeah, yeah, but the Reds. You know, they were talking about you know first month of the season losing 120 games, and they've actually played. I think they got a five or six game winning streak. They swept the Rays. They came back from behind, beat the Yankees in New York last night. Well, that's why you play 162 and not 30. You know, I don't think anybody would have thought the Orioles would be playing the kind of baseball they're playing right now in a really tough division. But they are. So that, that's good. That's good for the sport. And uh, when the Major League draft comes up, they've got, what, until August 1st to sign? I believe that's right. Well, well, well you know, that's one thing that's really good for college baseball because, you know, this thing's not going to drag out for six weeks. You know, you got – Ten days, two weeks, you know, you make up your mind, and coaches can, you know, go ahead and do what they have to do. Well, yes, and that's why you, you have that window. I think it, to be fair to the, to the kid, you, get, you have to figure out 
you know, negotiation, all of that. But, I, I, you know, now that I think of it, I don't, I don't think August 1st is right. But I'm going to double-check that. All right. Thanks, Austin. All right, Mike, thank you. Um, that changed once. And I want to make sure I'm right before I say that's the day. But I'll, that's look-upable. Amanda Rose, one of our grads, is going to talk golf, the Open, uh, what might happen if a live golfer gets in the final and goes up in the same uh, group with a non-live golfer. Wouldn't that Maybe they'd like, they won't fight, but wouldn't that be something, you know, sort of the pride of each group? Interesting. 1226 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you suffer joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell with great news. There's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints, pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. New ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Belonging isn't just about fitting in, it's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, (laughs) even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. Did you know the brain develops until you're 25? That means any drugs or alcohol you put into your body affect the way your brain develops. You need your brain for everything you do. Each time teens use drugs or alcohol increases the risk of damage to their brain and body, even death. You have the power to protect your brain. Use the facts about drugs and alcohol to make your future the best it can be. Check out thefactsyourfuture.org. Your future depends on it. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies and hot high temperatures this afternoon. We'll get to the mid-90s inland, the upper 80s and lower 90s toward both coastlines. Now, the air mass overhead is a little less humid than it has been the past few days. We'll still get sea breeze showers and storms. They just won't be as widespread as they have been. They'll move from west to east across our area, exiting off the first coast within a few hours of sunset. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. 
Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. John Moran thinks he can beat Michael Jordan. Why do people get so crazy about this? MJ has lost at things before. It's possible. But people want to overreact and think that, oh, that can never happen because that's Michael. Not to Michael Jordan. Not to Michael. Michael can never lose a game of one-on-one. I don't understand why this is such a big thing. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Open Championship gets back to St. Andrews for the first time since 2015 in Scotland. And uh, one of our... Former students, Amanda Rose, covers the sport. She's got a podcast she'll tell you about. And I'm going to pick her brain a little bit about this championship. Amanda, welcome as always. Thanks for doing this. Um, first of all, yep. look, Tiger Woods in any tournament is good for the sport, I think. I mean, But how healthy really is he and how much of a factor can he be in your view in this tournament? You are right, uh, Steve. Anytime that Tiger Woods is playing a tournament, it's it's great for the game of golf, right? Tiger is the reason that they play for so much money now. Um, you know, he he looks okay. He doesn't look as stiff as he looked um, at the PGA Championship when he withdrew on Saturday uh, back in May. Uh, he skipped the U.S. Open. He's really been focusing on his I guess recovery, or and not as much recovery right now, but just like the, his prep for this, right? He has so long until Augusta come uh, April. So he has all this time to put a little extra work into it and maybe a little extra wear and tear on his body um, because he does have that long break. But I think after watching him hit balls on the range this morning on uh, Golf Channel's Live from coverage, I think he actually looks pretty good. I've been saying I don't think he's going to make the cut. I don't think he's going to make the cut, despite the two wins he has at St. Andrews in 2000 and 2005. Um, I I think he actually looks better than I expected him to look, and he's played a lot of golf come, like to this point. So the fact that he's still standing is amazing how much golf he's played. And so I think that's kind of a good sign for us. But it could also be not a great sign. You know, it could also be maybe he's a little worn out. He might just kind of be spent. So – I think time will tell, but I, I, I think Tiger definitely has a chance uh, to make the cut. It, 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 I've changed my tune today, I would say, a little earlier today. All right. Amanda, what is – you look at the Open and where this is being played and the type of golf course this is. You don't see these types of golf courses in the States. What's the, for these players, what are some of the challenges they have playing this course? Yeah, so St. Andrews is um, a, a special course. It's, it's the only one in the uh, open rota that uh, is played every five years. Now, the other ones, if they're in the rota, great. You get a bid at it every so many years. And if you get it, congrats. If not, oh, well, you have to wait another 10 years. Um, but St. Andrews, they play it every five years. So 2000, 2005, 2010, 2015, 2020, they couldn't. Well, actually, it was supposed to be, or maybe it was supposed to be last year, but 
regardless, they or no, they they pushed it to be six years because of the 150th anniversary. They wanted to be at St Andrews. And St Andrews is a course where every year, every time the Open is, is held at St Andrews, they have a Champions Dinner. So every five years, all the champions get to get together. So that's, that's a nice tradition to have. So the Lynx Golf Courses uh, over there in the UK are insane. Like it's nothing compared to anything you're going to play in the United States. The first time I played golf in Northern Ireland. Um, I was over there for the open at Port Rush back in 2019, and I went to a, a course not too far away and, and played some golf. And it's like it's it's like hitting on hitting driver onto a runway. You know, it, <laughs> the ball just goes and goes and goes. It is so dry. It is so fast, and it, it's kind of hard to control. You could hit the most perfect drive middle of the fairway, what normally would go maybe 300, 310 yards, and you could end up like 420 yards in the crap. So it's a lot of course management and just being able to play from anywhere. Like they, these courses are are just so different because they, they really are. It's, it's with the landscape. Like the bunkers originally um, were were because that's where the cows that lived in the whatever lived on the land. That's where they would bunker down. Like they were natural features in the landscape and. Um, you just don't see that in the U.S. So every year that the guys go over and play the Open Championship, it's a link style course. It's very, very different from even a link style course like Pebble Beach or Harbor Town Golf Links. Like they're just, it's just very different, and the guys have to have a lot of patience because the weather dictates a lot of the scores. So if it's blowing 30 miles an hour, well, tough, you know, tough crap. You're going to still have to play in it, um, and that'll also dictate the score. So that's why it's so interesting because you have the weather, you have the conditions, you know, you don't know if you're going to go into it being a really fast, firm, dry course or if it's going to be a little bit wetter. And, and they haven't gotten any rain this week. There, it, there doesn't, it doesn't look like they're going to get any rain this week. So uh, St. Andrews could be really, really tough. You know, in, in the, uh, the elephant in the room, Amanda, is – you know, live golfers playing in this, and they'll be playing with golfers, you know, on the PGA Tour. Tiger came out and said what he said. Um, it, it, w- friction's the wrong word, but, you know, they they got to play with each other, and they these guys know each other. Is there any lingering, if animosity's the word, when it comes to this, or, you know, on the golf course, does that even matter at this point? I definitely think there is privately animosity, like more guys have come out and said recently, like they take it personally that the players have uh, gone over to live. Um, so there's definitely tension. There really is. And friction is not a bad word there because it really is fit. There is, there's tension, there's friction. It's kind of awkward. You know, these guys are professional. And I remember um, when we talked about this, uh, I guess it was for the U.S. Open last time we talked to you, mm-hmm. and Justin Thomas had a press conference either the day before or earlier that day, and he said, we're all professionals, like, you know, we can all get along. It's not, like, an issue. So I don't think there's going to be any, you know, uh, one-finger salutes, but um, I definitely think it's it's a little awkward. Joining us now, talking about the Open, which starts very early in the morning tomorrow morning. Amanda Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who do you like in this tournament? You know, so I was on Matt Fitz for the U.S. Open in that hit, and I was I was thrilled. Um, but this week, I'm not sure. An interesting statistic, though, so this, this might help my decision. An interesting statistic is that only two past winners of the Open Championship at St. Andrews were not already 
um, Masters champions um, mm. in Augusta. So I think that this maybe kind of makes me think maybe this could be a Jordan Spieth week. He played okay last week. Xander Shoffley has won two two tour events in a row or three events if you count the J.P. McManus Pro-Am earlier in the week last week. So, you know, I wasn't really feeling Scotty Scheffler for the Masters. I didn't think he was going to do it, and he did it. He kept winning all those tournaments in a row. So maybe Zand- maybe this is the year of, of the predictable guys. So maybe Xander goes out and does it. But um, I had a little bit of money on Will Zalatoris after watching him at the U.S. Open because I was like, by God, it, statistically speaking, this guy has to win the next one um, or at least finish second. So those are those are the guys I like, but I, I, I it's going to be tough. Like, I just – it's, it's whoever can really just be the most patient and get the best breaks uh, could easily win this week. Uh, three Gator golfers are in this, and I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Zalatoris because he seems on the cusp, Amanda, of being – I mean, he is good, but he just, for whatever the reason, something happens, it's a bad shot, and, you know, he can't get the win. Is that in his head now, do you think, or does that not affect anything at all? You know what? I, I I almost want to say no because he didn't really lose the other majors this year. He hasn't really lost anything. He's just gotten beat. Like he's just flat out gotten beat. Like in that playoff with Justin Thomas was a three hole playoff at the PGA Championship back in May, and I think JT went birdie par birdie. I mean, you know that's kind of tough to beat in a three hole stretch, two under on you know yeah. um, a major course to have a three hole stretch. You're playing two under is pretty good. So I think it'll be I, I don't know I don't think they'll he'll have too much scar tissue from all these second places because like I said it's not like he's gone out and shot 80 and imploded um he's just simply gotten beat okay where can people hear and see your work so uh playing around podcast with Paige Sporanic or Paige Sporanic's playing around podcast with me I should say um all the places I guess you get podcasts uh you can find me on Twitter Amanda Golf 59 that's usually where I'm most active. And then I also stream on Twitch every night. So Amanda Golf 5.9 over on Twitch as well. I'll be on there tonight. Always enjoy bringing back our former students. And uh, Amanda is one of those. Appreciate you, girl. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much, Steve. Have a good one. You got it. Amanda Rose joining us here. Quick story about her. Um, when she was here, uh, I I can't tell you how many students I've had in 20-something years here, but a lot of them. And Amanda came to me and said, I'd like to cover golf. And I I will tell you, not a lot of students had ever said to me, I want to cover golf. Well, look what she's doing now. By the way, congratulations to Laura Rutledge, as if she needs more congratulations ESPN is making her part of some NFL broadcasts. She'll be the sideline reporter for some of those. Uh, So, again, uh, congratulations to her for getting yet more assignments from the four-letter network. Gator, man, what's happening? What's going on, Steve? When are the Gators up for the uh, SEC media day? Monday. No, the Gators, they are, I believe, Third, a week from tomorrow, I think. Yeah, for Lama Rutledge, yes, yeah, she's doing some big things. I tell you what, she's uh, doing a great job. Yes, yeah, she is. Gators, yeah, for Fardell Gators, go to Steve. I give you, I give you the top ten reasons the haters don't believe in the Gators in twenty two. 
Number 10, I've heard a lot of people say that Anthony Richardson is overhyped and he throws the ball 65 times. Number nine, they still a wake and see on the offensive line. Number eight, they said the backup quarterback of Richardson goes down and the mighty Gators in big trouble. And number seven, they say got too many depth issues and too many positions. Number six, they say the Tennessee Volunteers on the rise. Number five, they say Kentucky on the, is on the rise. Number four, they say Utah being the first game that's kind of tricky. They, they will be ranking the top ten of here. Number three, I said, Napier first year the head coach with the big boys. They don't know yet. Number two, this y'all should be number one, but it's number two. They say the pressure from the fans if they get off to a bad start. And number one, I said, Kirby Smart is the king of the hill in the SEC. Steve, you have a good day. Gator man, thank you. If you're just tuning in today, uh, call us up, email us. Is college football in worse shape, better shape, or about the same shape as it was Five years ago, and if you were on a deserted island and you had to have one female recording artist to listen to, who would it be? Rick says Alanis Morissette would be the artist. College, worse shape. Doesn't seem like it's our guys and your guys anymore. Numb to all the conference realignment, portal transfers. Don't even follow as much as I used to. And then... Uh, Rogers says Emmy Lou Harris would be the female vocalist. College football now is richer due to TV money, but live attendance is declining. Traditional robberies are being sacrificed in deference to the almighty dollar. Difficult for me to imagine the present trend being healthy in the long run. Yeah, so the prevailing attitude to this point has been worse than five years ago. But I want to get your thoughts. We'll do this uh, for the remainder of the day. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. The Tampa Bay Rays defeated the Red Sox 3-2 last night, winning their second of the four-game series. The Rays will take on the Sox again tonight. You can catch coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. The 150th Open Championship begins tomorrow at the St. Andrews course. Three Gators will be competing, Sam Horsfield, Billy Horschel, and Mark Kalkovecchia. The 2022 Softball World Games are underway as Team USA takes on Japan in the gold medal game. Florida Gators head coach Tim Walton was selected as an assistant coach for Team USA. Also representing the orange and blue is Sharla Eccles, Amanda Lorenz, and Michelle Moultrie. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers, voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. 
Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. Can you imagine buying a TV or a car, using it for a year or two, and then taking it back to trade it in for a new model, and the retailer gives you a full refund plus an extra 10% toward the new one? Yeah, never happened, right? But it does happen at International Diamond Center with our 110% diamond upgrade guarantee. It works like this. When you buy any diamond at IDC and keep it for at least a year, we'll give you back 110% of your original purchase when you decide to upgrade to a larger stone. For example, you buy a diamond today for $5,000. When it's time to upgrade, IDC will give you $5,500 toward the new diamond. That's guaranteed 10% appreciation when you trade up. Think about it. IDC will give you more than you paid us for the first diamond. This is for any engagement ring center stone as well as all diamond solitaire pendants and all diamond stud earrings. You get 10% more value when you trade up. Just another example of how we stand behind everything we sell. International Diamond Center. Get locations, directions, and store hours at shopidc.com. Meet Boost, the amazing, amazing vitamin boost that make you feel like... I like to boost it, boost it. My vitamins get boosted. I like to boost it, boost it. We like to... Boost effervescent vitamins turn your H2O into H2O to give you a fizz-tastic feeling like... I like to boost it, boost it. My vitamins can boost it. I like to boost it, boost it. We like to boost it. Because it's not just vitamins. It's Boost, the fizzing amazing vitamin boost. Boost it. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Rays and the Mets underway, no score in the second. Seattle playing a doubleheader today. They're in the thick of the wild card in the American League. They lead 3-0 in their game. And a report just came out that Toronto has fired its manager, Charlie Montoyo, uh, because the Blue Jays have not been playing good baseball lately. Uh, so he apparently is gone. Um, they were 91-71 and last year, but they've lost 9 of their last 11 uh, going into today's action. So new manager for the Blue Jays. Rob is with us. Hi, Rob. Steve, great question. We talked about this the other day, about what the dynamic on the field would be. Would, would you think college football would be worse or, or better? I think it's still a question mark. Nobody knows because no, we haven't seen the product on the field yet with this NIL, with this deal. What I, what I think is the Alabamas, the Georgias, it's not about them anymore. We've got they've got they've got people on their heels now. I think it's going to increase the competitiveness. And Florida is a school that can compete with Alabama now and not have to worry about sanctions or this and that, which Alabama was you know able to kind of sweep under the rug a little bit. A lot of other schools did too. There's not any more of that. I think it evens the playing field. You know, just like what um, the Texas A&M coach said. And I can't wait to watch that game, Texas A&M against Alabama. That's going to be a firefight. So you're you're intimating that Alabama cheated. Well, I'm not going to say they cheated. I just think a lot of players went there. He got uh, the cream of the crop. He was getting, you know, the big fish in the pond. 
and I think now everybody got a crack at it. I, I, with all respect, Rob, I, I disagree. Uh, here's why: Do I understand that NIL, if you do it, if you do it, and you get the situation right, could you become a player in that and and buy players, so to speak? Yes. But Florida, with its NIL, has not proven to be as aggressive as some other ones have been. And if you look at the recruiting rankings now, and again, it's early, but who's up there? The Alabamas, you know, the Georgias, the, the, the usual suspects are still up there. So not saying it can't change because this has to ferment and go through some time. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to meet today to see what they have to say. AR-15 is going to go up there and represent. I think, you know, for us to be successful at that position, at the quarterback position, I think AR-15, yeah, he's dynamic. Yeah, he's a playmaker. He's got to play within himself, and he's got to learn patience, Steve. He's got to be – we can't have a quarterback back there that, yeah, he's a rocket, but then he's not accurate. You know, he's got to fine point his game and then know that he can break out at any time. So I'm really excited wanting to watch these media days. and Ready to get it pumped up, Steve. Thank you. Okay, Rob, thank you. John says his singer on the weekday. You, you guys are giving me two. That's why one. Anyway, he on weekdays Carly Simon, and he said he was on the island on a weekend to be Janis Joplin. Okay, but I, you know, I, it's easy to do more. You got to have one, only one. S- somebody nobody has mentioned who was third for me, Carol King. So. Anyway, if you're just tuning in, you're on a deserted island, you could have one female recording artist to listen to, who would it be? As you call in and talk sports with us today. 392-8255. You can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. The Mets have broken on top against the Braves today. one nothing. They play in the second inning. And again, Seattle still leads Washington 3 nothing. They're in the bottom half of the third. Thomas is with us. Hi, Thomas. Hey, it's Tommy, Steve. How are you doing today, oh, bro? Okay, good. Hey, man. So I just, um, I, you know, I, I get you through the tune-in network, so I might be a little behind on the other caller there. But um, he, he was saying something about Alabama and, you know, getting the players and, the, you know, the NIL kind of levels the field out. I I kind of agree with him a little bit. I actually know a couple of, of friends that actually went to Alabama and their mama's got jobs at nice places and they got a house and they did this. That's before, that's before the NRL, right? That's that those players went there and they did it. They, they got those things for that family and those players because of them. I know a player that went to LSU that got his mother a job and they did that. Well, Mr. Will Wade isn't there anymore. Correct. <laughs> but Alabama that didn't happen to them. So I, I kind of see what, what Rob's point was, and I also see it from you. You, you want to go play for the best coach. And Nick Saban, during that dynasty of theirs, still going on, is, in my opinion, the best coach in college football. So every player that he's, he's coached has, has won a championship, I believe, 
or has has come, you know, in the championship game and lost at least. So, in my opinion, I believe that you go to play for the best school, the most opportunity to go to the pros, and look how many pros he's put in the league. I don't think he's throwing pocketbook money out there to people like that. what we would think as a Gator fan. You would think he's doing, but I also know that he has done things that were, that were they were completely legal, but it was, he found a loophole. And so now with the NIL, I think the loophole is no longer – you know, that now we all know, Hey man, we can all do this. We can all do that. So, and, um, on the desert Island, Steve, Whitney Houston, my man. Okay. Whitney Houston. All right. Appreciate I it. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate your call. Three, nine, two, eight, two, five, five. You can email S Russell at com. Mike had called earlier and said the deadline to sign, uh, after being drafted August 1st, it was that last year. And I think it is that this year, too. Uh, but I can certainly be corrected um, on that. Um, but I do know the first round of the draft will take place Sunday. Just the first round. And then, um, I believe it's 2 o'clock on Monday. It's going to be a big week next week. Um, with SEC Media Day starting on Monday. Um, and then, uh, okay, it is August 1 this year. I just looked it up. Okay, so it is August 1. Um, now, speaking of that, somebody uh, emailed earlier about who would be taken first, either Judd Fabian or Sterling Thompson. My, from what I've been told the most likely is Sterling Thompson, but Fabian would not be far behind. And I think the next Gator to be taken would probably be Brandon Sproat. Um, so, there. Now, there is a caveat, and maybe I'll have David look this up for me, but I believe I'm right. If you're selected in the draft you have until August 1st to sign with your team unless you've exhausted your college eligibility. And then you can sign any <clears throat> time, I believe, right up to the next week of the next year's draft. Is that right? Okay. That, that's what I think. Um, and then what's really confusing, if you're a high school or two-year college draft pick, if you're taken after, I think it's the 10th round, and you attend a two-year college after the draft, you can sign up until a week before the next year's draft as well. That's a draft and follow pick. It gets kind of confusing. And it also gets confusing when you start talking about the money pool that you have. Don't even try. Don't even try. Because they have slots for money but you can, but it can be more or less. It's just it's a, it's confusing. So, but that's the basis of what they're talking about here. Uh, all right, a couple of emails, and then I'll about do it for the hour. Once again, if you're just tuning in today, if you are looking at college football, is it better, worse, 
or about the same as it was for you five years ago. I will tell you the overwhelming has been worse. But I don't think that has to do with the product. I think it has to do with all the nuances now that are in the sport. I don't think the sport will change. I don't think the quality of play is going to be affected unless, unless, and I'm waiting for this to happen, okay? David, fans know David's on a big NIL deal, and David doesn't perform. Do fans boo? And then, I don't know that it's going to happen in a lot of locker rooms, but once again, Player X over here, making a lot of money through NIL, is there pressure on the coach to play him because of that? And then if that happens, well, then what happens in the locker room? Do you lose your locker room? Hopefully, you don't. Hour two coming up are thanks to Amanda Rose, Gator grad, covers the PGA. She's got her podcast you can listen to. Uh, we're going to hopefully talk to a Gator track athlete next to start the one o'clock hour mark wise here tomorrow in the 12 o'clock hour look forward to having him here you're listening to espn 98.1 fm 850 a.m wyf Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and, and uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to yeah. but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. 
Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for the better players, it's better for everyone. Starting with our best-selling regular Chrome Soft, golfers get better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for workability, Chrome Soft X gives you excellent spin consistency and tour-level greenside control. And finally, Chrome Soft XLS delivers lower spin on longer shots, firmer feel, yet high spin around the greens. Learn more, find your golf ball today at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. David Cherba producing. We thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to the program. Uh, Wednesdays at this time in our partnership with the Gator Collective we bring Gator athletes to the show to get, get you a chance and me a chance to get to know them better. But before I introduce my guest to you, I want to tell you what she did for, uh, with Gator Track this year. Okay, She is the SEC indoor champion in the long jump and the triple jump. She's the SEC outdoor champion champion in the triple jump and the long jump. She's the NCAA indoor champion in the long jump and the triple jump. She's the NCAA outdoor champion in the long jump and the triple jump. That was accomplished by Jasmine Moore. Jasmine, I don't know if I've ever had a guest that has the credentials that you have. Has that all sunk in yet? (laughs) Yeah, after NCAAs, it kind of did. It was kind of hard to enjoy it right after indoor season just because it was like outdoors in a couple of weeks. But now that the NCAA season is over, it it definitely has, and it's just such a great feeling to accomplish it. You know, track's a great sport in that, you know, you can certainly do things on an individual basis, but also, you know, win team championships. How special was your group – in terms of individual accomplishment and doing the team accomplishment as well? Our team did so well this year. I think indoor season we had five individual national titles, and then, of course, won the team title indoors. And then I think we had four outdoors individually, and then we won um, SECs as a team and nationals. So it's definitely a lot of fun winning by yourself, but it's even more special winning with the team. And we all feed off of each other, and we all support each other. So this season's just a lot of fun. I have known Mouse Holloway since he was a high school coach in the area a lot of years ago, Jasmine. And Mm -hmm. you you compete for him. What kind of a coach is he to to work under and, and so to speak, play under? Um, He definitely cares a lot about his athletes and he cares about, like, our mental and how we're doing outside of track. And I think that's really important to have someone that 
truly cares about you. And so it's obviously you just want to perform even better just because they dedicate so much of their time into you. And so you just want to make, of course, yourself proud, but them as well. And so just the type of person he is, it's definitely a special, definitely is so special. And I, I think it shows whenever we all compete, like we definitely all give it our 100%. You know, in, in talking to him, Jasmine, he, he, I mean, just knowing him, he lays it on the line for you. This is what we should mm-hmm. do. This is what we expect. Go out and mm-hmm. do it. Does that give you confidence as an athlete to do that? Yeah, just having someone else that believes in you um, definitely does give you a little more confidence because sometimes I know whenever I'm nervous um, on the runway, he will give me that look or a little pep talk <laughs> and be like, you can do this. Yeah. And um, normally I'm like, okay, I got to get it done. Of course I know I can do it, but it's obviously always nice to have another um, person there to support you. All right, go back to being in Texas. When did Mm -hmm. you realize you were pretty good in terms of the sport of track? Um, Probably whenever I won state in both of my jumps freshman year. Um, Texas is, uh, yeah, Texas is really known for track, and it is such a big deal. So to win state as a freshman in Texas, it's like, it definitely does mean a lot. And so whenever I won, um, both my jumps freshman year, I was like, okay, like I can compete because I was being some of the seniors that were committed to other power five schools. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, definitely just stay focused all throughout high school. Cause I know I can get far with it. You know, I, for somebody who's never done track, even in high school, I've always mm-hmm. been fascinated by how one chooses events. Like, you know, you're, you're in the, in, in the triple jump, the long jump, when did mm-hmm. you realize, I mean, did you ever run other events? When did you really kind of specialize in, in, in the jumps? Yeah, so whenever I started track, I normally did sprints, and I would do, like, the one, two, four, and then relays and stuff with my club team. And then in middle school, i pick up long jump because my mom jumped at Florida State. And oh, wow, so, okay. Yeah, so she kind of, like, inspired me to do it. And then the next year, I ended up, picking up triple jump one of the guys taught me how to do it real quick and i ended up jumping like pretty decent for it like my first time jumping in middle school um you you went to a different school before choosing before coming to florida what made you Mm -hmm. decide to come to florida Uh, i definitely didn't think i was going to come to florida um when i was in the portal but i i did look at florida um in high school and i took an official visit there but I was like, I was really homesick, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to Texas, but just the academics that Florida has, being a top five, you know, university was really attractive, and then same with the team. I was like, if I come here, then I think we have a good chance of winning a national title, and so just the academics plus the athletic program really sold it for me, and I'm so thankful that everything worked out, um, and then I came to Florida. Jasmine Moore is our guest uh, from the Gator track team. Uh, they had they as a team had a tremendous season. So did she. You just heard me just rattle off what she did in winning those SEC and NCAA championships. How much can you get better? How much? Can, I mean, th- those those accolades speak for themselves, Jasmine. But can you get mm-hmm. better? Yeah, of course. Um, since this was my first year here, it was just kind of uh, transitioning um, for me, and so I wasn't able to like lift as heavy um just trying to get like my form together and other things like that and then same with my speed this is probably like my first year back of like doing real speed work 
And so I know next year, hopefully, I'll just continue to get stronger and faster. And I think that will just help a lot on the runway. And I just keep um, perfecting my form, especially because triple jump is an event that definitely takes time just because it is so technical. So normally, like, kind of, like, the older you get, the better. Um, So I think I definitely still have a lot of room for improvement. Academically, what are you in school for? What do you want to eventually do? So right now I'm in marketing. Um, the business school here is really great, and so I'm. I was thankful I was able to get in. And then right now I have an internship with JBL, um, speak company. So I really do enjoy that um, sports marketing, or you know, working with athletes or anything like that. Um, I think would be really exciting to do in the future. Last question for you, Jasmine, and I appreciate you doing this. Um, mm-hmm. A lot is made about. Uh, Actually, two-part question. NIL is one. Are you involved with that at all? And you kind of mentioned, uh, you know, pressure of competing, you know, being nervous. And I think sometimes I'm guilty of that. You know, I, I watch the great athletes compete, and you don't even think about, well, they may be nervous or they may be having stuff happen off the off the court or off the field. How do you handle all of that? Um. Well, as far as this, like, I just know whenever I'm in a happy place and, like, I'm good with that area, then my performances, I will, I just perform better. And so just making sure I'm always in the right um, headspace. Of course, I get nervous and everything like that, but I just have to remember that, like, I've done it before and that I just really do trust in myself and my training. And um, I normally just, like, pray a lot when I get a lot, when I get really nervous, and that kind of just keeps me grounded. And NIL, are you involved with that at all? Um, not as much, I would say, um, it's also with the Gator Collective. We have um, opportunities and stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to get into it a little bit more um, as I continue um, to do track, and especially here at Florida. I think there's a lot of opportunities um, that they have for us. Okay. Jasmine, I really appreciate you doing this. I learned a lot about you. Congratulations to you on a successful individual year and a course uh, with the entire team who had a tremendous year last year. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. You got it. She's terrific. Jasmine Moore. I mean, listen to what I just said about her championships. I mean, that's, that's really good. And she's a sophomore. So, yeah, she can get better. All right. The rest of the day, uh, it'll be us tomorrow here. Mark Wise joins us in the 12 o'clock hour uh, to talk college hoops. Uh, and specifically, uh, you know, Mark has – Long talked about officiating, cleaning up the sport. Well, he will talk about that uh, tomorrow uh, when he is here. So look forward to that. That will be in the uh, 12 o'clock hour. If you're tuning in today and just did so, first of all, welcome to you. Uh, Is college football in better shape, worse shape? or about the same shape as it was five years ago, and you're on a desert island, and you had one female recording artist to listen to, who would you pick? Let's get D with us. D, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Steve? I thought he was going to a break. I was, but <laughs> you know what? You're here. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, first of all, uh, female singer, Anita Baker. That's 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 got to be mine. Okay. Uh, yeah, she, she's great, man. Um as far as college football, Steve, I'm going to say worse off shape 
because, you know, I just looked at the, uh, you know, the, the top 25 preseason ESPN poll, and it's the same suspects, man. It's Alabama 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, and Clemson 4. I mean, you know, I guess Nick Saban was off on his soapbox again the other day talking about parity in college football as if there is a lot of parity in college football. I don't I don't really see a lot of parity in college football because you, you've always had the haves and the have-nots. So, and I just think, man, they, they get there's a time where it just comes fatiguing to watch the same teams uh, year after year. Not again to their credit, they're recruiting at a, a high level and they're getting the players in as to kind of sustain that level of excellence. But I'm talking just from a, a fan perspective. Uh, it gets a little tiresome watching you know the same teams every year. And also uh, from the fans, Steve, when you got players opting out in the middle of the season, three fourths of the season. And then you go to a bowl game and you have players, you know, opting out. Um, I, I can't imagine, you know, fans spend a lot of money on tickets, hotel rooms, all that to watch to, to watch a bowl game and to find out that your guys aren't playing. Uh, it, it, lessens, it cheapens the product. So, like I said, man, I just from five years ago, it, it's much worse in my opinion. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to look at that. I mean, I really do believe – that come September 3rd, nobody will care about NIL. Nobody oh. will care because they're actually playing football. But in the end, D, if we get to the playoff, and to your point, the same teams are there, I think there is going to be uh, viewer fatigue because they're tired of and, – and look, as somebody who's coached, too bad. Get better. Right. Get better. But from a fan's perspective, I certainly see it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's my viewpoint on it, Steve. Like you said, man, once once the game starts, we'll uh, we'll put this all to the side. But that's – unfortunately, that's still a little ways to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All right, D. Thanks, man. Appreciate your call. John, get right to you. Uh, One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chilloway, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ellie Street. The Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Boston Red Sox tonight after defeating the Sox 3-2 last night and winning their second of the four-game series. You can catch coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. The 150th Open Championship begins tomorrow at the Old St. Andrews Course in Scotland. Three Gators will be competing. Sam Horsfield, Billy Horschel, and Mark Kalkavecchia. The 2022 Softball World Games are underway as Team USA takes on Japan in the gold medal game. Florida Gators head coach Tim Walton was selected as an assistant coach for Team USA. Also representing the orange and blue is Charlotte Eccles, Amanda Lorenz, and Michelle Moultrie. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you're thinking about selling your home, waiting for the right time, knowing when to do it, well, that is something that is not set in stone and in concrete. The market dictates that. Timing dictates that. Selling's the easy part, but finding your next home can also be tricky. Well, the one realtor I trust and highly recommend you call to talk about these things, Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Why risk leaving money on the table with just any agent? 
He has a proven nearly 20-year track record and expertise to help you sell and buy. His name, very simply, is his promise. Your home sold guaranteed realty. He has guarantees and thousands of exclusive buyers in his database that create higher demand, multiple offers that take the hassle out of selling. This is how he nets his sellers almost 3% more money when compared to other agents. So call him today, 352-209-0000, or visit CallwellHasTheBuyers.com. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway, and later this year, they'll be adding X-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Com. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM. At 8.50 a.m., WRUF. Oh, boy. My Mets lead the Braves 4-0 in the bottom half of the third. Escobar and Lindor have homered. But it's early. But the Mets are trying to take two of three uh, from the Braves. Let's get to John's call. Hi, John. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Um, Before I get to my question... Uh, the, the top female performer that I've, I've been a huge fan of this performer back in the, uh, as far early as the eighties, uh, as Sade. I think that her music was just really spot on and easy listening music. It just, it just really, uh, I think she was a great performer. You're a smooth operator. I am exactly right. <laughs> hey, uh, talk about my dolphins real quick. You know, obviously with the, 
you know, the top back the acquisitions they had over the uh, of this past season, getting Tyreek Hill and some of the running backs. Two schools of thought, and I want to get your you two chime in on this. They're they're a tough schedule at the top heavy, which their whole schedule is, is pretty tough, you know, top to bottom. But if two struggles and they lose and they're say three and five, do you think that they move to Bridgewater, or do you think uh, you, you should try to you know ride them out the rest of the season? It depends, um, because I think inherent in what you're saying there, John, is that the offense would struggle, right? Correct. Well, supposing they're losing, you know, 37 to 34. Right. That's, yeah, that's another school of thought that I'm thinking. Right. But, I mean, if, yeah. if, you, if you struggle offensively, uh, would you then go to Bridgewater? Maybe. Because, look, the bottom line is you have to win with that group in the locker room now. You can't worry about, well, you know, i got to worry about this guy's feeling. You can't do that. Right. I, I, I agree with you there. Because coaches yep. get fired. I mean, so, so yeah, if, if they struggle offensively, then I think you will see a change. I hear you. I agree with you. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Okay. Talk to you later. Yep, thank you. Um, and that goes, I mean, look, what if the Jets, you know, they've invested in Zach Wilson and – but the Dolphins are more ready than a team like you can be a little more patient. But the Dolphins made all these offseason moves to better their team, and you know you 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 signed Howard to a contract extension at defensive back. You signed Armstead, Tyreek Hill. You got in a trade. So you hope if you're a Dolphins fan that will pay dividends. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, uh, first question, I, I, I heard three Gators in the open. I know Horschel and Calcavecchia. Who, who, was, who was the third one? Horsefield. Okay, okay. Um, I haven't heard anything. Is Viegas or um, uh, DeMarco, are they retired officially? Or are they on a different tour or do, just not playing much? Or I don't know that they're retired officially. I mean, DeMarco hasn't played in a while, uh, but I don't. I could be wrong, Porter, but I I don't think they're active on the tour now. Okay, so I was just kind of curious. I got to thinking. I, was like, I haven't heard, heard from either of them in forever. Um, I, I enjoyed that stat, if I understood correctly, with the, the, the guest and the former Gator um, uh, covering golf. Did she say that uh, of all the winners of, of the British Open, only two haven't, are, have, haven't won the Masters first? I believe that's what she said, yes. Okay, that's pretty. That's that's kind of pretty impressive. Um, that's a, that's a neat stat for sure. Um, oh, and uh, if I'm if I'm on a desert island and I could only have to pick one uh, female voice, uh, be there. It's my wife for sure. All right, enjoy enjoy the show, Steve. All right, Porter, Later. thank you. Well, Porter, you're a smart man when you answer like that. Three nine two eight two five five. Richard says. I'm indifferent to the NAL effects. I do think it'll result in a couple of super conferences in the future. The female singer singer can only be Gladys Knight. He says the pips are negotiable. <laughs> uh, thank you, Richard. And uh, BB says, college football is currently like a giant jigsaw puzzle that you dump out on a table. It's initially a huge mess, but you hope all the pieces are there and that they'll all eventually fit together well. He says, too many great women artists but Debbie Harry and Lady Gaga come into his mind 
because along with their music, I have the biggest crushes on both. And he says it's two. It's one. I know. I know it's hard, but one if he can do it. Um, Okay, we got about a half an hour left today. Mark Wise here tomorrow. If you're just tuning in, uh, is college football in better shape, worse shape, or about the same shape as it was five years ago in your mind? And remember, we are starting Big 12 media days. And in case you didn't hear, the Big 12, the new Big 12 commissioner has already uh, come out and said they were looking uh, to expand. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow, uh, but he's, quote, exploring all options, unquote, for expansion. Paul, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good. Uh, Viegas uh, is, is, is still active. He, he was actually in contention last week. I forget where they were, but he was at least on the leaderboard um, for whatever that's worth. Okay. I, I wanted to uh, call quickly about a comment you actually made it yesterday and I, I just didn't get a chance to, to call and you, you referenced it as tiger doing what he did and has kind of come back from the, the, the ashes and, and mm-hmm. kind of talked about reference Muhammad Ali. I'm, I'm curious and I'm not trying to be cute with a question, but, and then this is in light of what Phil Mickelson, in my opinion, has done to the game. And what, if you watch golf a lot, what a lot of golf commentators are burying Nicholson for and budding up with Tiger today. I'm curious from your perspective, what exactly did Tiger do that was so bad? Uh, his off the course business was pretty bad. I mean, that speaks for itself. I mean, getting a divorce is fine, but all the things that happened in the realm of doing that uh, were pretty ugly. That's what so, he did. And and for the sake of my question, I'll agree with you that, okay, fine, his personal life leaned into, to, you know, he is a big face in sports. He's not number 200 on the in FedEx Up Cup points. But compared to what guys like Phil Mickelson are doing, where do you where do you see that? Do you do you see that? Because I I feel there's an element that that is what it is when it comes to Tiger, that that focus became no matter what he does. But now that Phil has really been exposed, I mean, I mean you could probably look around the athletic department a hundred yards from you, and there's probably a lot of drama going on in people's personal lives. I, I think what Phil is doing and the impact that he's making on the game is way worse and i'm not i'm not sure that uh he's getting the same uh i guess vigorous attention that 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 tiger got and even speaking it as you did and i'm not i'm not blaming you or be trying to be critical of you but just the idea of oh what tiger did but look at look at phil now i mean i don't know if that well but there's two different things here though paul in Mickelson's case, if you're talking about live and all of that, first of all, he's not the only one. And he has long been critical in his mind of the PGA 
and how he thinks that the bigger named golfers should be able to make more money. This is nothing new. But I don't believe, I could be wrong, I don't believe Phil Mickelson crashed a Cadillac into a fire hydrant in his neighbor's, near the neighbor's home at 2.30 in the morning and found him lying in a street. And his wife, having allegedly used a golf club to break out the windows of the car. Okay? But I mean, not the same. Been, is it the same as insider trading? I well, mean, I hear that that's bad. What Tiger did was bad. But I guess I just see Phil as more of a smug. Um, They're both smug. No, they were both smug. Yeah, Tiger Woods true. was as smug as you can get. True. And so was Mickelson. I just, I just think that guys like Golf Channel guys I'm talking about are loving Tiger yesterday. Like butter would not have ever melted in his mouth. But you know why that is? Here's why that is, in my opinion, Paul. I think we're all suckers for. Uh, being down in some way and then redeeming yourself in the end. Okay? Muhammad Ali, you, some people think that you know he was the, the ultimate villain at the time because he refused to go to the draft when you know Americans were going to the draft and dying in Vietnam, he would not. Well, that was not viewed very well by, I would imagine at the time, a vast majority of Americans. Look what happened to him in the end. Fair. I, I hear you, and like I said, I, I guess some of it's Tiger fan versus Phil fan, and I could have, you know, I, I, I felt negatively towards Phil Mickelson 20-plus years ago. This isn't like a recent thing where I felt like there's just something about that dude that that – I just find sketchy. And don't get me wrong, what Tiger did is sketchy in a different way, but I kind of think that's his personal life. I think some of the things that, that Phil has been involved with is, you know, maybe it's just the the tip of the iceberg that I feel like there's a lot of other shady stuff, not Tiger shady in a different shade kind of way. Well, we don't but know that. I, I just, we don't know that, though. True. I, I just think that, that the true colors come out, and I think Tiger issues are, you know, maybe maybe a lot of men would right. have issues in, in, in that spot. I got you. Paul, Bye. thank you. I've got to run to a break. Thank you. Look, I, I'm not about to sit here and, and, and say to you, because I, I personally like Mickelson, okay? But he is smug. Always has been, okay? And so is Tiger Woods. But... You know, I think we all like a story with a happy ending, okay? It was only five years ago that Tiger Wood pled guilty to reckless driving. Five years ago, okay? So, again, that's not that long. But he came back, he won the Masters, that's, that, that's forgiven, Okay, I promise you, if Phil Mickelson ends up winning golf's Grand Slam, that a lot of people will forgive Phil Mickelson for his smugness and for going to the Live Tour. 
133. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed, with no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. And I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you lasting relief now. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, KBB.com. UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies and hot high temperatures this afternoon. We'll get to the mid-90s inland, the upper 80s and lower 90s toward both coastlines. Now, the air mass overhead is a little less humid than it has been the past few days. We'll still get sea breeze showers and storms. They just won't be as widespread as they have been. They'll move from west to east across our area, exiting off the first coast within a few hours of sunset. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. It felt like Freddie Freeman maybe didn't want to get on the plane to leave Atlanta. Imagine you're shaking hands with your former teammates before the game, and all of a sudden one of them drops. We still can't believe you didn't accept the... Or you go to the plate. First time you're at the plate, catch your one. Why'd you turn down that ultra? Wait, hee <laughs> The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Rogers says the game is undoubtedly worse off. I think most of your listeners are old school. These changes literally tearing the fabric of the game. I'm sure younger fans don't care. I'm going to ask David that in a minute. Witness the apathy from students at UF to home games the past several years, which also speaks to a dwindling fan base. Uh, his female artist, Stevie Nicks, because uh, you can cover the spectrum from rock and roll to ballads. I want that type of variety on my desert island, not to mention she's nice to look at. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's get to the phones. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. want to play along with your topics. Really good show as usual. Hey, Steve, let's go back to a, a young Steve Russell in the 70s, wearing that 70s apparel. When did you move to uh, Gainesville, Steve? 73. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to throw at you a little Joni Mitchell and uh, Carly Simon, but I had a chance to see Natalie Merchant live over in Nashville at the Ryman. Best, best singer I've ever seen, not even close. I mean, there's... 10,000 maniacs. 10,000 maniacs. There's uh, a lot of artists you could choose. And a lot of it is just, obviously, personal preference, you know, that sort of thing. But all these ones today have been good. Yeah. Hey, Steve, real quick on your topic there. I've heard a lot of older fans saying the same thing as your last uh, guy there. A lot of lost interest due to NIL seeing the sausage made. But, you know, Steve, the one thing they can't screw up is is these guys, unless we get a USFL or a G League for football, these guys can't go straight to the NFL. So I tend to watch college football more like a Todd McShay or a Mel Kiper now. Just look at these dudes, even if maybe not on your team, it's a bunch of guys that are still trying to get famous and still trying to get rich. They still got to go out there and compete for their first-round draft pick, no matter where they go. True. But I, 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 here's what I think, if I had to just put this in a nutshell, I do think older fans, whatever that is, have the viewpoint that a lot of people have expressed today because the fabric of the game has changed. It's, 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 it's in part, not that the school isn't important anymore, but the school isn't as important anymore. It's what's the yeah. best deal I can get, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just changed and different. Hey, Steve, since Saban got hired at Alabama, college football is about as uh, good a sport as women's basketball. It's the same four, five, six suspects every year. No competition. That's the that's one trouble. That you know, then that's why you want to have the playoffs expand. And I get it, and I'm for it. But in the end, I mean, if you're here's here's my thought process with the expansion. If you're getting blowouts now, when it's the, it's the supposed top four teams, what are you going to get if it? If it dilutes more. Great show, Steve. Mike, thank you for your call. Marcus says about Mickelson, uh, the previous caller's argument is wrong. Woods endangered lives, cheated on his spouse. The previous caller's trying to say Mickelson playing in another tournament is on the same level. He finds that ridiculous. No game's integrity ever affected people's lives on the same level. Um, And I believe I'm right in this, and somebody can correct me. Mickelson, I don't believe, was ever charged. On the insider trading, he had to pay back a bunch of money that he got from the insider trading, but I don't think he was ever 
charged. Tiger Woods, on the other hand, I just mentioned to you what his trials and tribulations were. All right, David is a young fan, okay? David, let me ask, and I don't mean that you're going to speak for your entire peer group because you're not, but I think a lot of people think that there is, I'll use the word, more apathy that eh, if I go to a game, okay. If I do go to a game, I'm on my phone. I'm not really looking at the. I'm not looking at the game. I don't really care. I get there late. Is that a, is that a fair criticism? You got me here. Gotcha now. There we go. So there definitely are people who just go complain it's too hot in the swamp and it's kind of that, but. With college football, the analogy I've kind of been going with it is the more things change, the more they stay the same. And right now, I think it's building to like a monopoly type of thing. Like in America, when we had Rockefeller, we had Carnegie, all those guys. You're always going to have those big guys. You're going to have your Alabamas, your Clemsons. But it is taking people my age out of the game because they just want to see excitement. But when it's the same excitement over and over and over, it gets kind of bland for people in a world of instant gratification. So unless college football really tries to level the playing field, there's going to be more of what you're describing. And the exception is when it's your team. Most definitely. Right. Because every Gator fan you will hear yelling once we get a W. Yeah. I mean, if Florida was like Florida was 06, 08, there's not app because everybody loves a winner and everybody loves to be on that winner band, that winner bandwagon. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, about that but look I do believe this and I again I'm a facts oriented person the gap and look I do believe on any given day somebody can beat somebody I I believe it's happened we've seen it but in general in general that doesn't happen and if you're getting bad games with four teams what are you going to get if you get down to the eighth team or the twelfth team, I don't know. Yeah, people complain that they had to watch Alabama, Cincinnati. What about Alabama, Oregon, when they're not even winning the Pac-12? Right. So that's the danger, and I and I get it. There's new blood in there. there you're not seeing the same teams, but if you're watching for competition and the competition isn't good, who cares what the other team is? 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. The Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Boston Red Sox tonight after defeating the Sox 3-2 last night and winning their second of the four-game series. You can catch coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. The 150th Open Championship begins tomorrow at the Old St. Andrews Course in Scotland. Three Gators will be competing, Sam Horsfield, Billy Horschel, and Mark Kalkavecchia. The 2022 Softball World Games are underway as Team USA takes on Japan in the gold medal game. Florida Gators head coach Tim Walton was selected as an assistant coach for Team USA. Also representing the orange and blue is Charlotte Eccles, Amanda Lorenz, and Michelle Moultrie. 
That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. This message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. I'm Marshall. I'm a volunteer with the Florida Long-Term Care Ombudsman Program. Now more than ever during the pandemic, Florida long-term care residents deserve the best care and quality of life. I invite you to join me and hundreds of others in advocating on behalf of people who can't speak for themselves. Visit ombudsman.myflorida.com to join us today. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know what I was a little, maybe because, look, I don't know how many, quote, young people listen here. But I thought somebody would say Adele or Lady Gaga, you know, on the on the desert or on the on the island. But nobody did. Interesting. Uh, the Mets still lead the Braves four nothing. Bottom half of the fourth in Atlanta, Milwaukee and Minnesota scoreless in the second. And uh, by the way, Kirby Sneed, the Gator pitcher, got the win for Oakland last night in relief as the A's. Picked up a win. And Jonathan India. Have you seen Indy? His his hair is like I, I have a hard time because when he was here, he wasn't even close to that. I mean, but he had a couple of hits yesterday as the Reds beat the Yankees. Uh so good for Indy. He's doing okay. Uh all right, tomorrow on the program, Mark Wise here, twelve o'clock hour. He'll take your calls to talk hoops. 
and uh, he will talk specifically, at least part of the show, about how he thinks the sport can be cleaned up from an officiating standpoint. Um, so he will be here to discuss that tomorrow and uh, look forward to that, to have him here. He'll be here for the entire 12 o'clock hour tomorrow. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com for our final 10 minutes of the show today. Um, Chuck emails. He said, Steve, I'm a, a college football fan, have been all my life since I was a little kid. I've always preferred it over the NFL for some reason, but now I don't. Maybe because it is because I'm older, but it's becoming more like the NFL. So what's the difference? If I had to give you the Russell crystal ball and tell you what I think is going to happen here in the next, I don't know, two, three, four, five years. I've said this before. There'll be super conferences. And a lot of people think there'll only be two. I think there'll be more. But here's the trouble. If you only have two, then I think what'll happen is it'll be like the NFL. You'll have the AFC and the NFC, and then you'll have playoffs within your league, and then you'll have a superpower divisional Super Bowl. Okay? But think about this. If that's the case, if people think there'll only be two super conferences, that's 40 teams maybe. What happens to everybody else? So let's say, for conversation's sake, that the Big 12 is going to do everything it can to expand. I think there's going to end up being four super conferences. The Pac-12 or the Big 12 will cease to exist. It'll be the ACC. It'll be, and again, if you're going to get to 20, right? So the ACE, you're, all these leagues are going to have to find teams. Where do they find them from? So if the, I'm going to connect the dots for you. If the Big 12 says we're going to go after Pac-12 teams, because geographically, you know, okay, sort of close, then there's going to be some, some teams in the Pac-12 that aren't taken. ACC, just for conversation's sake, loses Clemson, FSU, and Miami to the SEC. And maybe Virginia Tech. Well, they got to get some more teams. Where do they go to get the teams? Where geographically now do you go? Do you get Charlotte? I mean, who, who do you go after, right? So... That's going to be, I don't think it's as simple as everybody thinks it's going to be. Because again, if you have more than two super conferences and you have four, 
That's 80 teams. All right. Then, because I think this is how this is going to work. I still think you want to keep the traditional rivals, Florida, Georgia, uh, you know, Georgia Tech, Georgia, if you can. But if you can't, then if you have all these teams in a conference, you've got to play more conference games. And you've got to rotate. So what I think is going to happen is there'll be, if you don't, if you don't increase the number of games, which is possible, but if you don't, then I think you play all conference games, one non-conference game. That's it. And what does that do? That makes your rotation of playing teams in the league more often better. Fans get to see more teams more often in different venues. That's good for the sport, I think. Okay? And, and, and Florida would keep Florida State, you would think, as a rival. And then if you play, if the league then says we have to get permanent opponents, well, then Florida, Georgia, you would certainly think you would keep. And so then maybe you play three permanent opponents, you rotate the rest, one non-conference game. That is what I think is going to happen in some way, shape, or form in these leagues. And I don't think, although Lord knows I've been wrong before, with 50, ga- 50 days left, whatever it is, until the start of Florida season, do I think, I don't think anybody else is going to expand before the season starts. It doesn't mean they're not going to talk. It doesn't mean there could be a backroom deal that's agreed upon. Because look, look what happened with Oklahoma and Texas. Not a damn person knew about that. Nobody. That was, I mean, in this day and age, with social media and all that, to keep something that big for that long a secret was incredible. So it proves it can be done. That's why when the big, new Big 12 commissioner says we're going to do everything we can to expand, that's going on now. I would be dumbfounded if they're not doing that now. It would be really nice, I think, to have administrators, athletic directors, Football coaches, fans, television. And, and remember, that's the factor nobody's talking about. Television. Rights fees. That is a driving, driving force here. So that's all going to be going on. Because you want to get the best deal you can get for your league. Somebody's going to go. I, I just don't see where. And then, if you are going to play all conference games, then I think the other teams that are left out form a league and have their own. That, I mean, why not? Because you're not, 
And, and the problem then becomes, if you can't play a team like Florida, Eastern Washington's going to come here, okay? They may get their brains beat in, but the money they get will filter throughout their entire program. Well, what if Eastern Washington can't play a game like that anymore because you're playing all conference games? What happens to them? What happens to those schools? Do you form your own division, your own, and then, you know, divvy it up? I think that's the smart thing to do. But there's so many questions that aren't answered yet. And I think I can speak for a lot of people in this. I think you'd agree. We just want the answers. Where is this going to all end up? Just, 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 even if I have nothing to say about it, tell me what this is so we can all go about our business. Easier said than done. One last look uh, at baseball uh, with the Braves and the Mets. Uh, the Braves still up uh, against the Braves for nothing. And uh, we'll try to keep you updated on that uh, as we go along today. Um, it's 4 nothing in the fifth now uh, as the Mets hit in the fifth inning. Seattle leads Washington. That's the first of a doubleheader. And Milwaukee and Minnesota tied at 1-1. That's our show for today. We thank uh, one of our former students, Amanda Rose, who's covering um, the PGA, and Gator track athlete Jasmine Moore in our partnership with the Gator Collective. Thanks to her for joining us today, too. Again, Mark Wise here, all noon hour tomorrow. Hope you'll make time to join us and talk a little sports with us on a Thursday. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. So long, everybody. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.